Slorkin, did you get a chance to actually read Twilight in the end? I got a chance to illegally read Twilight on the internet. Oh. oh. <sighs> Open library. Yeah. And you got which, the six chapters, did you? Which worked for um, a couple of minutes. Well, for an hour and a half today. That's nice. fine. You nice. bashed out the chapters. That? <sighs> nice. That's awesome. So did you just go on a, am... like an hour grind? Yeah, basically. And I read as much as I possibly could. And Fair. I have some very, very strong opinions and theories. Oh, okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. Does, um, does someone want to do an intro first? I want Lorcan to do the intro first. What do you want me to say? Just say, what, what are we doing? This is the first episode. Uh, you got to introduce yeah. it. Lorcan, you got to be like, I'm Lorcan. And then you have to point at us so we can also say what up. Yeah. And then the floor is yours. Send me up. Send me up for an alley-oop and I'll be like, what up slam don't get into the basket <laughs> <laughs> let me see so do you want me to just start now yeah hello lads and ladies of the internet i am lorcan mcdonald and with me is mr shaka shaw what is happening dogs hello sir and mr jack van lang what up and finally the much hyped podcast is uh, is is born and that's born spelled with an E for all of you uh, English critics out there. Ooh. Shout out to Mr. Uh, well, we don't even need to mention his name. You know who you are. <laughs> Follow me out and carry that time. We're going we're gonna to let all those grudges. We're going to let all those grudges, you know, lie low this evening as we, um, we, have more we throw some issues. hot takes out onto the internet about Twilight. Awesome. Yeah, boy. How are we, chaps? Wow. Dude, I'm feeling good. I uh, I ate about a kilo and a half of lasagna today. Oh, I'm you got feeling, the za. Yeah, that sounds good. absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm yeah. currently drinking pints of um, Rock Shandy Zero. Do some ASMR. I've had, I've had like two slices of cake, so you know. And my sister included. has given me uh, this chocolate and peanut Ooh. butter bun to eat as well. Peanut butter. Which is staring me in the face, and I'm questioning whether or not I should eat it because um, I don't know. I'm going to save it for the ASMR portion of the podcast, which is the last last hour will just be ASMR, guys. Yeah, for all you guys that are just here for the ASMR, just skip forward by 45 minutes or so, and we. But also, if you are here for the ASMR, definitely don't forget to donate for November. Right. No, because as we know, um. ASMR has been a key part of Movember for the last couple of years. Mm. <laughs> it really has an underground you know, following. As you, it while really while does. We're talking you know? about it, while we're talking about it, we should mention that we are doing this for Movember, so if you'd like to donate and you haven't already, the link is in the bio for the Instagram. So you'll find it. Send there. your money to charity yeah. right now. We only take for the best reasons. We only get an 80% cut. The rest goes to charity. So, yeah, we only so take ninety nine point seven three five percent of your money. Yeah, exactly. If you don't have any, rob a bank. There's lots of them out there. Right. Um, uh, let's get into our. Oh, should we say what the itinerary, the plan is first, or should we just? We I think end? so. I think we should leave it up to the oh. gods and be mysterious about it. Okay, so keep gonna, them guessing. Fair. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll start off with our beef, babes, and legends of the week. For those who don't Ooh. know, uh, your beef of the week is something that. 
annoyed you during the week, your babe is something you enjoyed, and your legend is something you enjoyed as well, but was the best part of your week. Um, you'll pick it up pretty quick. It's pretty straightforward. So, Lorcan, do you want to start us off with your beef of the week? Oh, you're really throwing me in the deep end here. Right, here we go. My beef of the week, I suppose, is uh, is the weather. Oh. What? It's getting cold. Oh, fair. Yeah. It's getting cold, man, and it's getting dark. And yeah. it annoys me because... Um, well, there's nice, there's there, there's there's some rain falling these days. Rivers are up, and we can't even go anywhere. It's yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's driving me mad. Sorry. It's, it's like curse check gauges. It's just yeah, it's really annoying, and I keep looking at river spy every day, being like, "Oh, these rivers." You shouldn't do that to yourself. Also, you it, know, it feels like not that long ago I was able to go out the back garden and enjoy the sun at half five, and now at half five it's just dark and really cold. Mm, I think sunset was at 5 p.m. during the week. I think it hit that point. Yeah. No bueno. No. Um, 0%. Bueno. Shani? What up? Um, <laughs> my beef of the week, and this one really hits home for me, is I got a lovely branded water bottle from my dearest friend, no. Jack Van Lang. Oh, um, Ooh. For my birthday oh, in February. How beautiful. And something that really made this water bottle special was the fact that it had my name on it. Yeah. It came custom made with my name on it. There's only one of these water bottles in the world. And, and this is your name, beef of the week. Because the name's scratched off. Oh, no. So the name's gone. Show, and show me I what just, it looks like in the camera. It's just, it's, it used to be there. And it's just <gasps> oh. nowhere. Oh. It's gotten a lot. Now it could be well. anyone's bottle. <sighs> exactly. That's horrible. The stickers That's... don't even give it away. It was but... one of one, and now it is um, one of however many bottles they made. Yeah, so that was pretty. That sucked. <sighs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, thanks. Horrible. Um, that's pretty. That's I'll have to get a marker. Do get yourself a good old Sharpie. We, in case people were wondering, yes, we are not sponsored by Sharpie. Other markers are available. Oh, I forgot. But you know what, Sharpie, if you're listening, dude, <laughs> hit us up. Sharpie, Sharpie, if you guys are listening, you know, send us a few, a few euro there. You know, <laughs> that's true. I'm sure you guys could spare Mr. Shaw a marker to write on his bottle. And like yeah. what, a couple hundred euro to November. I mean, yeah. Sharpie, we just basically gave you a shout out to all three of our listeners. Yeah. Wait, I'm one of them. I'm one. I'm Me one too. Oh, shit, boys. <laughs> Something is Sharpie. wrong with our concept here. Yeah. Um, we right. did get, um, last time I checked, we got 90 listens on our promo one. Ooh, nice. baby. Ooh, wow, we. That is making a, in the world. That's some big old boys there. That's a lot of people. All right, Mr. Lang. Oh. What's yeah. your beef of the week? Um, <clears throat> so the, my beef of the week is myself. For not knowing when to stop eating. That is some deep shit. Yeah, I just tend to to binge eat a lot. So I'll I'll be hungry and then I'll make a lot of food and just eat all of it, rather than just stopping when I'm full. Or for example, last night, I bought a packet of hobnobs, and I ate like eighty percent of the packet. They're great with, biscuits. With tea. Yeah, just like. Can I just butt in and say stop you right there and say that, you know what, binge eating. Is perfectly healthy. I came in this evening. I came in there around half five or so. It's freeze branding cattle today. And I came in and I hadn't eaten any lunch. 
and I came right in, they opened up the fridge, and you know, it was sitting staring at me on the bottom shelf of the fridge. Uh, fridge. Hold on, I want to guess. Um, cheese. Ooh, no. No. In the fridge? Ice cream in the fridge? I had to cook this oh, yeah. on a grill. Oh, milk. <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> damn, you're so close to the damn milk. God. <laughs> Alright, what is it? I'm not, I'm not going to go. Eggs. Okay, fine. It was sausages. Oh. And I decided, I said, with these good, beautiful gourmet basil something sausages from Tesco, and there were like six absolutely massive sausages. I mean, we are talking... Um, Imagine a large. Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that part out. Right, we'll uh, put that part out then. Anyway, they were six large sausages. <laughs> units. Oh. Units. You want to see the pigs sure. these sausages came from? These sausages Sauce. came from the largest pigs you can possibly imagine, and these six sausages went straight in the grill. And I was, I was thinking, you know. Maybe I'll hand some of these sausages to my family when they come in the door. Because no one was to be found in the house at the time. I thought, grand, no bother. So I cooked me six sausages, slapped them on some bread, um, because no one appeared, and I just decided to eat. I just went to town. He's with that as well. So Jack, fair. don't worry about your binge, man. I'm along with you on that. Fair enough. We'll leave it there. I support you. Thank you, Lorcan. I appreciate the support. Um... You know what? Next time I'll finish the full hobnob packet. I'll be proud of myself. You do, and you think of me when you have that eaten, because sure. I'm along with you, bro. Um, Lorcan, what is your babe of the week? <sighs> My babe of the week is probably the large bottle of Rock Shandy that the aforementioned bottle of Rock mm. Shandy that's sitting on my desk right now. I mean, to get to the end of the week and have this large two-liter bottle of Rock Shandy delivered to me last night by my mother was a great feeling, I have to say. You know, it really signified Christmas, really. that the week was at a close and I could kick back and uh, fill my stomach with um, horrible fa- factory-produced chemicals. Awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Shanley, what's your baby of the week? Um, my baby of the week is so a video game I play, Guild Wars Two. I um I've wanted a mount for years, not years, for the longest time, anyways. And I finally got my first mount, so I can roam around the maps on this like oh. lion called a Warclaw. And it took a lot to get it. That's and I'm glad I can finally just show off, basically. Yeah, the grind paid off. The grind did pay off. Now I can keep up with all the cool kids. That is some real respect. So many people just want to pay for for those things now. Mm. Imagine... That's that's a stupid segue. Um, My baby of the week is... I kind of have two. I'll I'll make them short, though. Um, Madonna is my first one. Um, Just being straight jamming to Hung Up and Material Girl. They just get me so amped. Excellent choices. They get me so amped in the morning. I just oh, I woke up like two. Is that your alarm? No. And no. you just jump out of bed. No, I would ruin the song if it was my alarm. But I I get oh, up, fair. pop my AirPods in, listen to hung up a blast, Ooh. hung up while I'm like sophisticated. And yeah, it just it gets me just fired up. Um, starts my day off well. And then my second one is uh, is chess terminology. 
I'm watching. <laughs> oh, no, the Queen's Gambit. I was, yeah, I was watching the Queen's Gambit, and I just love the chess terminology. Like Queen's Gambit just sounds cool. Sicilian defense. They're just cool sounding terms. Yeah. There's other terms in there, like all the different, like, you know, pawn to rook four kind of thing. Mm. Oh, it just sounds really cool, especially when chess what? players can do it in their dome without looking at the board. Yeah. What I thought was amazing in that show was the way they must have had to remember all they had to like remember how to play those games yeah and make those moves i think that's crazy and they're like oh i played the game again later that night i'm like how do you remember how the game went yeah it's crazy yeah no for anyone who hasn't watched the queen's gambit it is so so good I absolutely and it's only six episodes yeah it's we'll power through it um uh lorkin what is your legend of the week this was a tough one to pick, I won't lie. But my 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 legend of the week is that we are very close to uh I believe seven grand on yeah, our donations page. That is I mean, seeing that was, was pretty phenomenal given that uh given that I suppose people are, are struggling with money at the minute with, with the with um the pandemic and everything. Oh, and I think cool. people are being so generous. Mm. And I don't think we should mention it too much because fucking COVID gets enough mention in the news yeah. and stuff. But it was so great to see that. And the generosity of people is just amazing. Absolutely. It's unreal. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, Shani, what is your legend? My legend of the week is the fantastic surf there's been the last two days. There's oh. been some real bombs of sets and the wind is low and it's just... It's like a, it's perfect conditions. They're like A grade conditions. So me and my dad got in yesterday morning before work and it was a bit big and I was like, Oh, I don't know. So I was kinda of sitting in like a safest spot and then one wave came through and I was like, That's mine. And it was just the perfect wave. Got me super comfortable in the water and then I just went on a tear from there. I was just shredding yesterday morning. Dude, doing some of the best surfing I've ever done. It's the perfect, and then, perfect wave oh. with the perfect guy. It was, and then we got in again today. The wind was a bit more on it today, but there's still a nice size in the swell. And after yesterday, I was like, dude, I'm just so comfortable right now. So I was taking off on waves, like bigger waves than I normally would. Normally, I would just get the fuck out of the way of them, but I was just like, dude, no, I'm taking off on this wave. And these waves, for size comparison, I'm a 6'5 guy. They're bigger than me, like some of them. I was just charging down them. So, yeah. That's, so that's approximately two me's on top of each other. <laughs> do you Just for reference for people. <laughs> do you think that your like um, comfortability and confidence in the water ties into your babe in that you got the lion and you just feel like you can just ride those waves like you're riding the lion? Interesting. <laughs> that's a very interesting theory. I'm drawing a parallel from there. Yeah, um... <laughs> You know, honestly, no. Blush. I'll consider it. Do you ride, like, your surfboard I mean, mount, and you're riding into battle. Yes. Okay, <laughs> you know, I have been grinding in the water Dude. to get comfortable there. Exactly. But uh... I'm making the comparison anyway. Okay, cool. The listeners can decide whether or not that was. Um, all right, my legend of the week is Brendan Fraser. Do you guys know who that is? He's an actor. Yeah, he was in The Mummy or George of the Jungle. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I know you're talking. Yeah, about. he's a legend. Um, loved him in in George of the Jungle. That was like my 
my childhood movie um hilarious he was a hot dude when he was younger but obviously like all actors age and this is gonna like tie into the whole men's health sort of stuff but he does suffer from depression and a huge part of that was the the media attention he's gotten very negative media attention just because of the way he looks like he's 51 years old he's a father um he looks the way every he honestly he looks better than the average 51 year olds that we would know but because he's under the spotlight people just call him fat and body shame him all the time and that like tying in with his depression like just can't be good for him he was sexually harassed as well in hollywood and that didn't get anywhere because it was just ignored um he has like a few family issues as well that like i won't get into because i feel like it's everyone talks about that i don't really want to get into it but um yeah he's my legend just for being a dank actor and making me laugh a lot he was also was he also in looney tunes back in action he could be. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's very successful. He's in. Pretty sure he show. was in Is it called He's also Demon? one of the the few men I know that can successfully pull off the fanny split in his hair. Oh yeah, absolutely. And He's pull fine. it off really well. It looks really good on. Yeah. Him. So Brendan Fraser is my legend, and yeah, I think that whole culture of of the celebrity worshipping celebrities and then obviously when they just look like normal human beings you just tear them down that's just mm. awful and it really affects those people it's um, a big culture in in ireland really isn't it body shaming when you think about it's it everywhere. it's everywhere it's you know it's it's if you're too tall or too small or too fat or too thin yeah. You know, you're. I think so many people are expected to fit into this little cookie cutter nowadays, aren't they? Oh yeah, it's not like, and people just get jealous when they see someone that they perceive is better than them, so they just shame them for being perfect in in a sense. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. Um, my legend is Brendan Fraser. Right on. What Good legend. Listening that is an excellent legend. <laughs> Shout out to Brendan Fraser. Brendan, Thanks. slide into our DMs, yeah. please. Yeah, give me a shout, Brendan. I Listen, hear... I need a bit of help with some welding up some gates the weekend, Brendan. Can... Give me a shout. I hear you're a good man and a welder. Absolutely. I can hear John Finn, Jane, and Simon all just saying, Fraser, I already know her. Oh, bastards, but right The on. bastards. Um, all right, nice. that's our Beef Babes and Legends. That's that. Excellent. Out of the way. Um, it was a pleasure. And we move now into Twilight. Oh. Ooh, hoo, hoo. The bit everyone has been waiting for, exactly. I think. We've dangled so, this carrot long enough. Absolutely. <laughs> so for anyone who actually who doesn't know, um, we've read the first six chapters. So every week we're going to read six chapters. So we'll be finished by the end of the month. And yeah, so we haven't talked about it with each other. This is our first reactions so we'll probably summarize um we'll probably summarize these six chapters pretty briefly guys do you want to go through one by one summary of the chapter and then yeah that's probably better if we go through it one by one yeah um yeah all right um shani do you want to summarize chapter one first chapter one yeah i do awesome okay so main girl bella she moves from arizona to Washington. Fuck. She goes from big city life to small country girl. And the weather is awful. That's like one of the big things I think. She's just like yeah, the weather is just every awful. five minutes. No boy, no. Um like her dad. <laughs> you see, I'm so oh. in sync with Bella. Yeah. 
That's I am the better. Actually, yeah. actually, now that you say that, that's gonna tie in later. Remind me of that. That will tie in later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm worried now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So she moves the forks. She gets a sweet Chevy pickup, which um, I imagine is of. Yeah, and she starts school. Chef to Charlie's right. She starts school in this new place, and what else happened in chapter one? Does she meet? Does she see Edward? Does she have biology with Edward Um, yet in chapter one? I believe. Yeah, she. Yeah, she has an interaction with Edward in biology, where he's just like, uh, oh, and our first, our first mention of the cafeteria. Yes, she's the Cullen family for the first time. (laughs) In the cafeteria, which seems to be the main plot uh, location for <laughs> the plot Twilight. Twilight should probably yeah. be just called Cafeteria. Yeah. Or <laughs> Vampire Cafeteria or something like yeah. that. It would have been a far to catch your name. Yeah. I could see the movie on Horror Plus One already. Um, yeah, so for, for anyone, I'm just going to, I have to assume that people who are listening have no idea of the story at all so that they can be involved. So. Um, yeah, Bella goes into her biology class and this is when she meets Edward for the first time who's this super good looking guy but keeps to himself with all his family and he sits or she sits beside him and he just like starts making a weird face as if he hates her and then he like turns away from her and like yeah, sits and he's far like, away yeah, it's so weird because yeah. the only seat in the room Apparently, is beside him he was leaning away from her sitting on yeah. the extreme edge of his chair that is it <laughs> extreme edge yeah. guys which is very uncomfortable to be honest i find personally sitting on the edge of my chair tends to result in me lying on the floor wondering what happened yeah, <laughs> yeah and that is basically chapter one jack you want to take oh, chapter two the, yeah one huh? other thing i wanted to note was that she she kind of does this is like a a theme throughout all of the chapters but she she doesn't seem to care about making new friends it's one of her concerns but when faced with the possibility of making new friends, she kind of just sees them as inferior. She has this superiority complex or something. Mm. She it's it's funny to me how psychopathic Bella is in a weird way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, do you have any notes on chapter one? Well, I thought we just quick fire through the chapters and then we can quick go fire. back into them. Okay, grand. That's, that's, so, that's a show. I like that. Chapter two... Um, Bella goes through her first week of school. She seems unfazed by her new friends or bothered to socialize with them. Um, she's still worried about Edward. So she hasn't seen or talked to... No, she has seen him. She hasn't talked to Ed. No. No, she hasn't seen him since that awkward encounter in biology. Um, and oh, like a week has passed and she's still thinking about it. And I think... Oh, no, sorry. I leave the notes for after. Um, he comes back to school and then they have a normal conversation. Um... But when he asks her how she is, she doesn't want to talk. That's that was my note. That was my summary from that. I don't know if that makes sense. But she doesn't really want to talk to him, or she's very hesitant to talk to him, which I guess makes sense. Um, Dorkin, any chance you have notes on the summaries, or will I just throw it back to Shanley? It's no bother. If you I know. have, I have a wee bit on chapter three. If you like, yeah, I have. Go some for short it. Yeah. You want to hear? Yeah. I suppose the main thing in chapter three. Um, it's snowing. It's starts yeah. snowing because yeah. again we're hearing more about the weather, and um, there's a big van by driven by a guy named Tyler, which is typically American, and he loses control of his van and nearly hits Bella in the parking lot or whatever. Yeah, yeah, car park, and and Edward shoots across the car park and 
basically hits the van and saves her at the last minute and she mm. kind of questions how he can do this and not have any damage to him yeah. you know he doesn't get crushed by the van or anything so it's it's quite odd and that's kind of the main thing they that's, go to the hospital yeah. and uh, yeah. I think that's pretty much all that happens in chapter yeah, that's, 3 yeah again not a lot happens in each of these chapters they can be summarised very very simply Shani, do you want to go mm. chapter four? For yes, chapter four is after the accident. She's back in school, and the big thing in chapter four is all of the boys ask her to the dance, or ask her to Absolutely ask them everyone. to the dance because it's a girls' choice dance. So the girls are supposed to ask the guys to the dance, but the guys come up and be like, "So will you ask me?" Which I'm like, and it's just <laughs> it's like rapid fire, three in one day. Yeah, it's a lot. For I'm me. like, whoa, and Tyler, the guy who drove the van. Yeah, Tyler, the guy who like, nearly pushed her with his van. It was like, I mean, yeah, it's an interesting he's, way to meet someone. Um, he was like, "Will you go to the dance with me?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't know." And then he's like, "Well, there's always prom." Oh, Tyler. Oh. God damn it! I mean, it's a method I haven't used myself to try and get a date. Um, but I, I will definitely bear it in mind as the winter months uh, come in. I will try and run someone over and talk, talk about see, hitting on a woman. Huh. If God. hey, <laughs> hey, that should be the noise of the podcast. Hey, mm. I like that. Hey, um, chapter five, um. Edward summons Bella to his table at lunch. Yeah. He does summon yeah. her. He like he like he beckons her. He does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they have a conversation. It's really suspicious. Um, it's a bit creepy as well. He has this secret that he doesn't want to tell her, but she's trying to get it out of him. And she's like, "Well, are you Peter Parker? Or are you Spider Man? Were you bitten by a spider?" Um, and then oh, then she faints in biology because Bella doesn't like blood. It's ironic. Yeah. Um, so she faints and Edward looks after her and brings her home. I have notes about that, but we'll get we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. <clears throat> and chapter six. Chapter six. Um in chapter six, um Bella decides to go with her friends, including Tyler, the guy who tried to kill her, <laughs> um <laughs> to a place called La Push, which is just Hilarious. I like that. Um, <laughs> she goes to a beach and meets. Come on, guys. Let's have a big old hype up here. She meets. Oh, who does she meet, dear? <laughs> you know, oh. she meets Jacob Black. Hey, the best. That's boy. right. And she also meets Jacob. Um, and they have a talk about Sorry, the Cullens. Just which she is, also uh, met who you cut off just there. Say that last one. Oh, sorry. She met Billy, who was okay. uh, Jacob's dad, and they talk about the Cullens and oh, yeah. vampire stories and stuff. Yeah. They talk about the cold ones, oh. and um, they talk about. There's kind of the first mention of uh, the Indian tribe that Jacob and Billy are both members of, yeah. and how they don't like the Cullens and stuff. Yeah, this is all like in legend. By the way, these are like folklore stories that Jacob is telling. Bella, we, we um, and then Bella's like, "Whoa, it's all coming together yeah. now." Yeah, and, <laughs> and just um, like that, I dude. believe Bella said something along the lines of "Eureka." <laughs> if I remember uh, right, I think it was something. I think that could even be a direct quote. <laughs> I don't think it could be. But... <laughs> 
Uh, with um, that, I guess we are caught up on the story. Right. Um. So okay. So we'll go more in depth then. Uh, yeah. That was just a summary. Hopefully that was coherent. It probably wasn't one. Let's look at. You get the general gist of what's going on. Yeah. The story. Yeah. The story. Is same idea as we do. Mm. Um. So yeah. Chapter one. Does anyone? Lorcan, do you want to? Do you have any notes on chapter one? Anything? I do. Let me let me bring up my extensive word document here. Nice. Because I felt the need to shout extensively about conspiracy theories. Okay. You have conspiracy theories on this? Not really. I just (laughs) for chapter one, I just really complained about how she complains continuously about the weather. Yeah, I get it though. At the same time, on Bella's part, I do relate. Bella is Irish, secretly. Dude. What? She's coming from a place that there's sun ninety percent of the year. Yeah, but I beef when it when it snows, and then she's not happy that it's snowing. This is the first time she's seeing snow, and she's not. Whoa, that's awesome. She's like, oh, when's it, when's it going to stop snowing? It's going to trip. Oh, it's just snow. frozen she rain, needs, and I hate. She's rain. such a god. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, so I'm surprised she doesn't listen to. Um, Rage Against the Machine and Wrench and Rage oh, Against the Machine the entirety yeah. of um It's okay. I mean it's I love okay. no, don't get me wrong, I love Rage Against the Machine. There's a reason I know so much of it. But she um, has like six playlists on Spotify and they're all Rage Against the Machine. Shanley, I'm totally with you. Thank Only you, I sir. keep it secret. Oh. I'm a secret goth rock god. Class. <laughs> <laughs> um Shanley, any notes on yeah, I, I have some pretty sweet thing. I have a quote from Bella, and she's leaving Arizona. She's leaving Phoenix, and I'm glad she took the time out of her her day to pay homage and say her goodbyes to the sun. And that is the quote: "Goodbyes to the sun," because she knew she won't be seeing that bad boy for a oh, while. That's a solid. Um, that was. She a, looked up. Yeah, she looked up to the sky, gave it its moment of silence, said "Sayonara." Deals yourself away. Hasta la silla. I have here, she, um, about not expressing her feelings. And this is on page seven, if anyone wants to follow along. Oh, this is, this um, is. So, where is it? He, this is a, these are interactions with her and, and her dad, Charlie. Um, and she's saying, um, Charlie wasn't comfortable with expressing his emotions out loud. I inherited that from him. So it's like, if we can relate to that to Movember, us men and everyone who struggles to express their feelings, you're not alone. People often, people often struggle with that. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I think Charlie's a very relatable character, though, isn't he? I, I, I found him to be anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Charlie, yeah. Charlie is my favorite character. Spoiler uh-huh. alert. Um, absolutely, he's a very realistic character. He's not, he's not as fantasized as some of the no. other characters oh, there. Completely and he's agree. a really good dad. Yeah, like, he is, he's a really good dad. He, he bought like... his daughter a Chevy pickup truck, and the first thing she does is like, "What? Oh, why would you do that? It's oh too God, old. Dad. It's probably even just a rust Ooh. bucket." Yeah, but then she oh, she geez. was grateful when she saw it. To be fair, yeah, when she saw it, but she yeah. should be grateful from the get go. If your yeah. dad bought you a car, like, and then he put chains on the wheels when she was when it was snowing. Yeah, thought that was awesome. Like, um, and then oh, another he... note. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, I was just about saying, like, Charlie also doesn't go looking for the admiration he deserves. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's a pretty he does it out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah. 
Um, I think he finds it easier to do these little things than it, he does to actually open up and express his own emotion. To be like, hey, Belle, I love you. And I, um, I love you <laughs> yeah. It's more he just does it so that she is safe. Um, I love how, I'm not sure if it's in chapter one. But I think it could be later on, as mentioned. But she talks about his cooking as well, and how he can only cook bacon and eggs. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's hilarious because I can I, I can relate to that. My own dad can cook probably toast. <laughs> so um, I just thought it was so funny. Again, it's just Charlie is the most relatable person in the world. He's very um, uh, typical dad character. And one of the things, just a quick note, is that. She describes this dude, Eric. So this is her first day at school, bear in mind. She's no friends. And this guy called Eric comes up to her and starts talking to her and asking her, like, how she's getting on? Do you want me to walk you to your next class? And she describes him as being, like, overly helpful and stuff. And I'm, like, thinking, Bella, you don't have any friends. Beggars can't be choosers. Let, if this guy yeah. is coming over and he's being helpful, don't be such a, don't be such a dick. Thank him. Yeah. Be grateful. And she keeps describing every person who's trying to talk to her as just this annoying burden on her soul and like, oh, no. mm. do we do we get the uh, impression that you know obviously we've most people have seen the pictures from the movies and stuff of what bella looks like and we've associated it with oh, the actor definitely... that plays bella yeah. but Hot. if you just read the book and the descriptions that are given in the couple of chapters you'd think she was just this really annoying blonde girl that you know those typically small. american high school she's girls. five four i think how does it say she's 44? I'm pretty sure. God, I'm really impressed, Shelby. You, you've gotten really um, adept here. Right, we'll move on to chapter research. two. I don't take. I don't want this to yeah. take too long. So, chapter two. Any notes? Chapter two. Honestly, what? I don't have oh. any. I, I don't think a lot happened. What happened in chapter? Mike was introduced. The love of her life. Not really love of her life, yeah. but he's uh he's described to be kind of like a golden retriever. I'm like, dude class love to be golden retriever yet meant, again it was meant in a pejorative Bennett. way though yeah i know like golden but in my... dank. yeah yeah i don't know stephanie mayer you kind of i think you lost that analogy on me to be honest was that their first conversation bella and edward uh, yes because i don't think yeah. they actually spoke pretty, in the biology yeah. no yeah, because yeah. he was just like clenching his fist all biology the first time yeah sure yeah was... that's right and then he was missing. Oh no! Remember what happened in chapter one? <laughs> she had to go back to the school office to hand in her sheet after getting it signed by every teacher, and she oh, meets yeah. Edward being there, demanding a transfer, <laughs> like straight away. Yeah, that's right. Demanding and to he, be like, moved to a different he biology back class. Up and he turns around and glares at her, which Imagine is a great that. first impression. You yeah. sit beside someone, they clench, and like they're like literally sitting as far away from you as possible, in pain, it looks like. Yeah. I don't the know, next that, time you see them, reason. they're demanding to leave that class. It didn't look good for Edward, <laughs> and Bella is super paranoid about that. She's like, what the? Yeah. For chapter two, she's basically like, what have I done to this guy to yeah. serve this treatment? And he like, doesn't show exactly. up to class. Like, yeah. I don't know. I get this, the impression you get of Edward is that he's like this massive super nerd that's like disgusted that this girl would look or treat him like that. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah. She absolutely despises him. Yeah, he didn't go to school for the full week yeah. after that. So and then he came back in and then started to talk as if it was normal. And she was like, "What yeah. the fuck is happening?" <laughs> yeah. Like he expects her just to act completely normally yeah. and he's after kinda... treating her like she is essentially yeah. Ben Laden for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So... And he's like so casual. He's like, you're Bella, right? Instead of saying Isabella, like every other person. Yeah. Nobody would yeah. like, jump straight to a nickname, really. Yeah. Unless you're like I a know... super friendly kind of guy. Yeah, which Belly, let's be honest, Edward's not exactly the outgoing type. No. Yeah. Um, he's described in the book as having like a lot of charisma, being very witty, being very intelligent, but he, also his actions are incredibly creepy and weird and inconsistent. Um, just a just a weird, weird character altogether. But he's like, yeah. so so beautiful. Is he's constantly described as being really handsome. Yeah, right. and that's that's all of the Cullens. They're constantly constantly described as being these beautiful statue like figures. It's, Michelangelo it's should paint them kind of idea. So chapter three, um, this yeah. is the chapter where Bella's almost crushed by the car and then Edward jumps yeah. in and saves her but then he's like, I was standing right beside you the whole time. I don't know why. She just wasn't. Yeah. So notice... <laughs> And where the weird Tyler friendship begins. Friendship is a very loose word for that relationship. <laughs> Tyler's it's so definitely annoying. very loose. <laughs> um, I felt... agree that Tyler is the most hateable person. Yeah. I felt bad from originally because I was like, so oh, anybody. I, yeah. So Tyler is driving a van, and there's it snowed for the first time, chapter three, as we said. So there's a lot of ice on the road, and he's in the car park, and he's going way too fast apparently, and he just skids out, and he's heading straight for Bella, and Bella's like, what? And then all of a sudden, Edward, boom, out of nowhere, he's there. He he puts his hand on the van or something, and it stops the van from hitting Bella. But also like lifts up the van at the same time so it wouldn't hit her legs. She makes a point yeah. of noting that that he could lift up a whole van. Exactly, yeah. I'm like, whoa. And then of course Tyler, being Tyler, but not even just being Tyler, being anyone in that situation, feels super guilty and is just super apologetic. And which I understand for the first day or so. Because you're in shock. You're super you almost hit someone. You could have killed her. And so I can understand him being like I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do? Anything at all? Yada, yada, yada. And Bella keeps, keeps like, I'm fine. I am fine. But <laughs> apparently that goes on for like a month of Tyler tailing her around. Being like, yeah, I'm just, so sorry. And that's just so far in what we've yeah. read. He's still trailing her. Oh. <laughs> Apologetic as ever. Can I, can I be really technical? Go for and it. And <laughs> I'm going to give you a, a, a little... Let's call it a qualm I had with with uh, Stephanie Myers. Okay. Um, she says that when the van the van was apparently skidding, tires locked and squealing against the brakes. Tires don't squeal against the brakes, oh. and apparently it was on ice and she was slipping, so the van couldn't have been slipping on ice. So maybe, just maybe. Tyler could have been trying to kill Bella. Oh, <laughs> scandal! You this just is scandalous. The case wide open. That is it, and we have yet to see whether or not Tyler is the uh, the imposter. What? He's oh, maybe us. there's a hidden meaning. Maybe when he's saying Bella, I'm so sorry, he's actually he actually means like Bella, I'm so sorry that I did that, that I failed. Exactly right. Maybe he's trying to get revenge on her for her being, Dude. let's be honest, not a very nice person to anyone. And then that explains all his actions in the next chapter. Yes. Oh. You know, it's just a theory. It's just a little conspiracy theory I had when I when I read the wording of the uh, 
of the bit where where he crashes the van or he apparently yeah. slips on ice, which didn't make make much sense. Also, Edward got her to swear to secrecy, Abella, because she yeah. knows what's going on. But he's like, "You cannot. You have to promise." This promise keeps coming up that she has to promise to not tell anyone. Guys, we also met a very important character this chapter. Chapter three. Yeah. Chapter th- oh, we met Carlisle. Carlisle. Oh, right. yeah. dude, so right. one of Bella has like a slickest concussion. It's just she has to go. Well, she has to go to the hospital. That's where we meet Carlisle. Carlisle is Edward's so-called father, who's reportedly super handsome and young and like a brilliant doctor and super nice, whatever. But we meet him for the first time, and Bella's description of Carlisle when he walks in was. He was young. He was blonde. He was handsomer than any movie star I'd ever seen. <laughs> so, like, more handsome than Brad Pitt is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting one. I mean, it's crazy. how much more handsome can you possibly get? I mean, she constantly describes the Cullens as being more handsome than the next. And Edward's the first one, if I'm not wrong, I think Edward's the first one she describes. No, actually, I think it's the the brother Emmett is the first one she. Described. Oh, it is! It is Emmett because he's the big guy, big thick boy. Yeah. Oh, he's thick. Um, this chapter also he confused me with one line. Oh, one yeah. line just threw me into oh, here we go. utter confusion. I wonder is <laughs> Bella was running downstairs for breakfast, and she oh, quote yeah. unquote. I threw down a quick bowl of cereal and some orange juice from the carton, end quote. And I just don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's I just don't understand. It's did completely she throw understandable. throw a bowl down as a make it super quick, or did she throw down that cereal and eat it like that? Did she fight the cereal, like, throw hands? She threw it down I, with that cereal. I don't know how they eat cereal in Phoenix, but it's not the Forks way. It's not the forks. Were... I personally, when I read it, I just imagined her running out to the porch and absolutely yeeting the bowl of cereal across the street, <laughs> just as hard as she possibly could. She just grabs it out into the middle of the road and just throws it across the kitchen. Yeah, that's breakfast That's what I imagined. <laughs> Jonathan also raised a great question, and I hadn't considered it. And it was whether she threw the orange juice into the bowl of cereal too. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm imagining her putting a bowl of cereal on the counter, walking across the other side of the room and attempting to Kobe uh, an orange juice carton into the said bowl and then throwing the entire lot out the window. <laughs> There's all this mystery, like this false mystery. That's like, that's the, what is it, the... Um... Uh, the red herring of the story is that they're trying to Stephanie Meyer is trying to divert our attention to the whole like who is Edward what's the mystery there but the real mystery is this breakfast situation this <laughs> breakfast situation <laughs> Stephanie Myers, please explain <laughs> we should tag Stephanie Myers and ask her what did you mean Stephanie <laughs> what is the underlying statement in this in this breakfast Stephanie what are you hinting at, Stephanie? I have there's a quote from chapter three, but I'm gonna save it because it's my favorite quote. So I'll save it to the end. 
Very, very eluding. And will we move to chapter four? Is there anything else? Yeah, I think we let that's all. Yeah. Okay. Chapter four. Um. What dim light there was seemed to be radiating from Edward's skin. That's the first <laughs> quote I've written down. I have a quote. Um, interesting and brilliant and mysterious and perfect and beautiful and possibly able to lift full-size vans with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bella's description on Edward. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I give you my? Uh first quote of chapter four which is once again related to uh, tyler um tyler crowley was impossible following me around obsessed with making amends to me somehow mm. <laughs> yeah that's classic tyler that's what we were talking about earlier that's some classic tyler activity tyler. there um we're gonna call this segment tyler watch tyler. that's what tyler was doing in chapter four i mean i'm keeping my eye on tyler guys i think he's i think he's secretly a serial killer or something i think he might um, be. In terms of, like, if we relate this to masculinity and the quote I just said, is that what I suppose masculinity is? Is it being interesting and brilliant and mysterious and perfect and beautiful? And if you have all those qualities, that's great. But if you're not able to lift a full-sized van with one hand, are you a real man? I'm going to throw that to you, shall I? Um, I would love to say yes, that you are a real man, even though you don't, like... Split logs with your bare hands or lit vans, right. you know. Um, we can't I don't sure. know if that's how we can't be sure. Is the we sad part? Sure. If anyone who's listening knows the answer, please let us know. I mean, if if, if you want my opinion on it, which <laughs> I'm sure nobody does, <laughs> um, I'm sitting right here and I want. It. <laughs> I, uh, as as a man myself, have absolutely none of those qualities, except I can mm. lift a van. Specifically with my left foot. Okay. Oh. Yes. That is the appendage that I most commonly use when lifting vans. I don't know how you guys uh, tend to lift your vans, but uh, Wait a I tend to do it with my lifting left foot. Vans? Oh, I see what he's done here. He's on his shoes. I mean, oh, he just, he just added that in. I like that. I, I hadn't been thinking of that. Oh, that's fine. I thought I like that's that. what you were doing. Nice. <laughs> That's you made good. me sound much cleverer. Oh, now than I, I thought. <laughs> I thought. Now this could be wrong. Lifting vans. What if that? She, what if she means stealing vans? Oh. You know, lifting cars. That's another term oh, for stealing that's cars. That's an interesting theory. So yeah. Edward's the ultimate bad boy. He's not super yeah. strong. He steals. Also, guys, what's? He can lift a full-sized van with one hand. What is a non-full-sized yeah. van? Are there semi? I imagine it's a Hot Wheels car. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah. But um, there's something, actually, that triggered my interest in Chapter 4. Totally. And Bella was on the phone to her mom, because her mom's super worried after the accident. And Renee, her mom, was able to pick up on Bella's mental health and her hinting at depression. Yeah, it's an intention yeah. right there. It is intuition, yeah. because good, good Bella you. has joked about that in a few of the chapters, about her depression and how she hates where she lives yeah. and how she just wants to get out of there. But Renee, was, her mom, was the first to kind of, like, how do I say, confirm that it is an actual thing she suffers from. Maybe I'm definitely harsh on Bella when I say, like, she has a superiority complex and she's not trying hard enough. Maybe she actually mm. just struggles to try 
Well, this is it. And I thought that was an interesting theory that you, when you mentioned it earlier on, I thought that was one thing I picked up on was Bella is constantly seems to be avoiding social interactions. Yeah. And if we do take that on a mental health level, that's definitely a very, very, well, it's a key sign of someone that is depressed. Yeah. They're avoiding well, social situations. They're letting the likes of the weather get in on their and mm, affect their feelings true. a lot. She's you also, know, just, yeah, she's very quick to put herself down yeah. and think she's going to fail at things. Like in PE, when they're playing volleyball forever, it seems. That, she's scared yeah, of that's something that tripping or messing up a lot. She doesn't want the responsibility or the team to rely on her because she knows she, she doesn't know, she assumes. Yeah. That she's not going to be worthy of that. Absolutely, That's and the constant kind of reference into to people's appearances as well. You know, it's it's almost like she's comparing herself. Whoa, mm-hmm. guys! That That's what really I weird. thought took from it anyway. Because look at, let's be honest, we all do it. Mm. Everyone does it. We do. When you meet someone for the first time, you compare absolutely everything you have to everything that they have visually. Yeah, and if you have a low sense of self-worth, you may be overly harsh on them or yourself. Exactly, yeah. And I just, I just, it was something, a few small things I had written down, I was going to save them for the end, but... Oh, sorry um, for pulling them out so early. Oh, absolutely. In each charity, or in each chapter, charity, in each chapter. I just thought there was a couple of things. Charity Movember. Taking um, donations for Movember, link in the bio. For those who are listening who have not donated literally Smash anything link. does more than you could think yeah do you know what pick Why up not? that link pick up that link and throw it down <laughs> with a card of orange throw juice. it down throw that card of orange juice at that link and that's throw it as hard as you can across the street that's what we're telling you to do a bell on that link yeah for sure yeah yeah <clears throat> and, um, um the main Oh, sorry. Go, Jack. No, no, no. no, no. no. You go. No, Jack. No, I, was, I insist. No, because I was going to go. Please, after you. On, so I'd like you to go. <laughs> oh, but we haven't really talked about the main gist of Chapter 4, oh. which was Eric, Mike, and Tyler asking her to the Sorry. Girl's Choice dance. Dude, yes. My apologies. Um, And Bella. So first off, Jessica calls Bella. Jessica was Bella's friend. And being like, yo, I want to ask Mike to the dance. Are you okay with that? And Bella's like, yeah, of course I'm okay with that. But Mike holds out on Jessica because he wants Bella to ask him. Yeah. And he's kind of getting, and Mike's kind of getting really jealous. Mike and Eric are getting jealous of each other and getting jealous of Edward, seeming to take this limelight off them. Yeah. So, agreed. So Bella gets asked not once, not twice, three times. but three times in the one day sure. to this dance. Um, and and as well point, as that, she yeah. makes an excuse. Of going to Seattle that's for the right, weekend. Yeah, and that's key. Guys, did Seattle ever happen in the end? Not yet. I, is that? I don't going believe going so. To, it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to it happen. hasn't happened yet. Okay, okay, okay. Um, as well as that, um, I think a, a big part of it that I just wrote a quick quote down was Edward says to her that it's better if they're not friends. Apparently, oh, he says. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, he says. yeah. And that ties into which chapter was it? It was a chapter five. Big time that ties mm. into chapter five. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I have a good note on chapter five. Dude, uh, you want to just hop straight to chapter five? No, then? There's, there's one thing I want to say about chapter four first, which is... Um, Shoot her up. Just throughout... This, this, it happened a lot in chapter four, but throughout the first few chapters, Edward keeps like smirking and laughing under his breath. 
as if he kind of is in on this joke, but from across the room. And obviously, we know I've seen the Twilight movies. I get it. Why? But if if I take that out of, out of the equation, I'm looking through Bella's eyes. Like this guy is a weirdo. He's an absolute mm. weirdo. He's creepy. He's he's. I feel like he's kind of a lot of his his mannerisms are kind of perverse the way he just keeps laughing at her all the time when he shouldn't be laughing or that he can hear conversations that he shouldn't mm. be hearing and that's why he calls her Bella as well because he's eavesdropping motherfucker but um, yeah it, basically it's described as him being super like or quirky and like cool and charismatic but all I see is just a creepy dude laughing to himself yeah, remember. all I see is the creepy guy you wish. Who like, throws mixed signals left, right, and center. Yeah. Just like greasy guy in the corner smirking and laughing. I just what imagine a beautiful grease ball. Laugh. Yeah. I just imagine him having this like yeah. and he gets away with it because he's he's super yeah. good looking. And at the end of the chapter he offers to Bella's like, I'm gonna go to Seattle instead of the, the dance, and then he's like, I'll drive you to Seattle. She's like, right on. Yeah, it's so weird. After after saying that it's best we're not friends and then he totally yeah. changes direction and says yeah let's go to seattle in and my this book. is also after him ditching class and ignoring her repeatedly and then striking up a conversation like their friends just to ignore her again yeah it's ridiculous oh. so chapter five chapter five this is a big boy chapter this is the cafeteria popped off this time the cafeteria was popped <laughs> Cafeteria <laughs> is like the cafe from Friends, or the bar from How I Met Your Mother. It's or the the freaking apartment in The Big Bang Theory or something. It's just like the one place all the characters can just hang out and meet. Yeah. For any kind of progression in the story. It's kind of like this book. You know the way sometimes a movie is adapted from a book. It feels like this book is adapted from every high school movie ever. Yeah. Um, like, oh, it all happens in the cafeteria, boys. And the cafeteria, if you think about it, lunch is only going to be like 40 minutes. A lot goes down in those 40 minutes. Yeah, a lot goes down. To be honest, yeah, if Meyer <laughs> had literally just written about the activities of the cafeteria, we would have completely understood the story. Stephanie Meyer wrote this in a cafeteria. That's what I think <laughs> is <laughs> full circle. I think Stephanie Mayer was sponsored by uh, Big Cafeteria. Whoa, <laughs> do you think we could be sponsored by them? Oh my god, another Shout conspiracy out to Big theory. Cafeteria. Big Cafeteria, <laughs> if you're listening, right now. <laughs> can you confirm or deny? Is there any lunch ladies listening right now? Right. <laughs> Give us a shout. Yeah. We're intrigued to know yeah. if uh, cafeterias are indeed the social. The center of most uh, high school students. Oh, guys, I have a, <clears throat> I have a quote here from chapter. Go five. for it. And this is for me where Edward is just like really peaking as a weirdo. And it's the bottom of chapter <laughs> or bottom of page seventy-five, and they're talking about like their friendship and what the hell's going on. Um, and hold on, let me find the context here. Um. Yeah, so he, he told he's now telling her that he's te- he's told her I've gotten tired of trying to stay away from you, and then oh yeah, he's like yes, giving up on being, <laughs> giving up trying to be good. Um, I'm, yeah, just, so I'm just gonna weird. do what I want now and let the chips fall where they may. His smile faded as he explained 
and a hard edge crept into his voice. What the fuck? It goes on. Oh, uh, it's so... Do you know, I kept getting vibes of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, oh. Which I haven't even watched. Oh, yeah. So then Bella goes to try to get clarification later on in the conversation. So she's like, you know, are we friends? Like, are, in plain English, are we friends now? And he's like, friends, dot, dot, dot. He mused, dubious. <laughs> and she's like, or not, then, I guess. And, yeah. and then he's like, and then he grins and he's like, uh, well, we can try, I suppose. But I'm warning you now that I'm not a good friend for you. Yeah. Behind his smile, the warning was real. What the oh. fuck, man? Bella Ron. And like... He keeps saying, if you're smart, you'll stay away from me. Yeah. He keeps saying that. And then, so I have a quote here where Bella is like trying to figure this all out. And she says, so as long as I'm being not smart, we'll try to be friends. So as long as, I, as, long as you're treating or you're seeing me as some idiot, or I'm just being a ditzy girl here, we could be friends like, oh. And am I, I wrong know. in saying I, I could well be wrong in this, but this is just something I that's kind of come into my head as a word initiate every single social uh, interaction that himself and Bella have, even though he's telling her to stay away from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten that impression too. Um, <laughs> my my second quote from this chat. Sorry, Lorcan, do you have any quotes? I don't mean to be quotes. Confused. Nothing major. I had that one you were talking about. Okay. Uh, nothing else. Just that really weird thing of uh, he says, "What if I'm not a superhero?" I have what? that too. Uh, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> he I... smiles playfully, but his eyes were impenetrable. That's after she compared him to Peter Parker, <laughs> which is I... terrifying. I have on page ninety. It's just a short quote. Um, you know Debussy? Question <laughs> 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 mark. Because he. <laughs> they're in his car at the end of school or whatever and he put, he put oh yeah first of all yeah he drags her into the car doesn't he yeah oh she's so like oh, i'm fine oh, yeah, pushes and, him and, carries and then there. he says i'll just keep doing like he basically is like you're getting in this car no matter what i will keep dragging you to this car yeah. until you sit in it and Bella has the, the, the thought we read in the book where she's like, even if I try to run away, he'll catch me. I'm like, bro, yeah. call for Jesus. help. But yeah, so he, she goes into the car and then they're listening. He throws on some music and probably the most well-known classical musician ever, Debussy. And he's like, she's like, oh, I like this song. He's like, you, like, you know Debussy? What Whoa. a banger. <laughs> they share a favorite song. Yeah. Wouldn't you love it? Instantly. And, and, um, Everything's forgiven. Edward's favorite song is like a massive dubstep tune. <gasps> it was Bangarang or something by Sterling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bella just like turns around and looks at him and is like, you're into Skrillex too? <laughs> 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 That's all that go through my head. It was so oh yeah, no, it's really... Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Shani, any more notes on that? Or Lorcan? Um, she faints in biology. Yeah. Oh, Edward's oh, yeah. like, I'm skipping biology this time after the cafeteria conversation. Yeah. So she goes to biology. The freaking teacher was like, all right, we're doing... He, he doesn't say what they're doing. He grabs Mike's finger, yeah. jabs him, and draws blood. And is like, we're doing blood tests, by the way. How is that allowed? How is a science work. teacher allowed to just approach... Like, not even ask a student for permission, but in physically injure a student. 
and yeah. draw blood. That was on And that's okay. That was on I'm like, what? Um, Anyways, Bella just faints. Mike yeah. is bringing her to the nurse's office when Edward just literally, like, basically pushes her out of the way. It's like, <laughs> I got this. I got and then, this. like, Princess carries her away. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I just kept imagining myself getting carried to the nurse's office by a large, tall vampire. Yeah, that'd be no. We don't know he's a vampire at this point, though. Don't. Dude, that's, that's major true. spoilers. Um, oh, shit. No, I'm joking. My oh, last, um, the story, man. My last note is um, I kind of went. I went quite in depth with this one, so nice. stop me at any point if you have any questions. No, I'm ready for this. So to summarize the what Edward was doing and how he was being controlling, he after Bella fainted, you know, he picked her up, carried her to the to the nurse's office. Oh, he wasn't he was letting a... Bella drive home herself, and he dragged her into his car, um, not letting her drive herself, even though she seemed to have made a recovery. You know, she just felt faint after that class, um, and refusing to let her drive, and then. He also made her promise that she'd be careful at the beach, the upcoming beach trip, which happens in the next chapter. Um, so kind of just making her feel dependent on him, in my opinion. So my question is, is Edward doing the Dennis system, his own system, which if you're familiar with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Dennis is a character and he has a system on women. And each is like an acronym. So each each letter refers to a different like action. So in the Dennis system... Um, fuck the dentist system is um. Let me look it up real quick. My apologies, I'm not prepared. I have no clue what this system is. So I have absolutely no idea okay. either. To be I'm, I'm intrigued though. Okay, right. Well, that's good then because then I'll explain it to you, and then hopefully anyone who doesn't listen yeah. will. Hopefully someone knows what it is. Okay, so Dennis, this yeah, is in Philadelphia, by the way. Yeah. Thanks for in, guys. This is his system for acquiring women, and the. Kind of goes through his, his name, and the D is demonstrate value. Um, then E is to engage physically. Then N is to nurture dependence. The second N is neglect emotionally. Then <laughs> I is to inspire hope, and then S is to separate entirely. That's his system, and I think Edward is doing his own version. And if we go through his the letters of his name, and guys, feel free to disagree or change it up because this is just my provisional. Um, this version. is fascinating. So E, so it's going through Edward. So E is for eavesdrop and learn about. It. <laughs> That's the first thing he did. <laughs> D, much like Dennis, he demonstrates his value. He saves her. He tries to. He be, picks up a he picks up a van for her. Yeah, he picks up a, a full van. Size van. He offers to drive her to Seattle in his shiny Volvo. Um, that's demonstrating value. Um, w is to wreak ha- emotional havoc. So he he gaslights her. Uh, he pretends that like, she's crazy. Like, no, you're seeing this. Like, I was beside you the whole time. Uh, make her doubt herself. Super just inconsistent. Are we friends? Are we not friends? He's just wreaking emotional havoc. Then A, he becomes aloof. He ignores her for like a week. Just doesn't talk mm. to her. And then R, he returns to be friendly again out of nowhere. And then... D, I guess there's a joke in there, the D or whatever, but I don't know what the last D is. Maybe we'll find out. I think he's just a dick. D Ooh, a dick. that's it. Yeah. Genuinely, I think he's just, he acts like a dickhead. And <clears throat> I think, but I, I completely agree with you. He, he, he's 
the typical it's very typical in a funny way like Stephanie Myers uses kind of the atypical characters too like Bella being the typical American cheerleadery type without fitting that demographic essentially but she still acts as the girl who's kind of hard to get and Edward is still kind of the perfect guy he's still emotionally inavailable and stuff and all that kind of crack and I think it's it's very um, while yes it challenges a lot of I suppose stereotypes it doesn't at the same time it's very uh, they're very stereotypical relationships Mm. That we're seeing so far, anyway. Absolutely. Um, that's all the notes I have for that chapter. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Is that everything? All right, chapter Dude, six. six. This is my favorite chapter. Dude, um, same. It's because, and I think the main reason Edward's is why, not in it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Edward's is. I don't <laughs> like him. Not I don't like his character. Um, Do you see what we mean now, Jack? Yeah, I get it now. I get it now. So there's a few factors why I like this chapter. One, Edward's not in it. It's not weird. Two, it's in finally a different setting. We go to the beach in this yeah. chapter. We're not in the cafeteria. We're not in the school. Technology, we're not at home. We're not walking to PE. We're somewhere else. Um, I think Stephanie Meyer actually has nice descriptions of the, the landscape and the setting. I have no quotes for them, so I can't read them out. But... Me neither. But this is the first time she sees the sun in Forks. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's no mention of lunch. Here comes the sun. Yeah. Yeah, no lunch. do 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 no Collins, it's just it's dank. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and we it's meet... the opposite of dank if you think about it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's bright. It's dry. There's no rain, even though it mm. does like rain at the end. But um, yeah, it, another note of for chapter six is we meet new characters. We meet Jacob. We meet Sam. Um, we hear Billy. Billy. We meet Mister. Yeah, we meet we meet Billy, Mister Black. Mm. Um, who who happens to be the ex owner of um, Bella's sure truck? truck. Yeah. yeah. Nice little side note there for all of you who want to know. Because the, um, Charlie and Billy are friends who fish together. Yeah, they are indeed. Bella hates fishing though. Hmm. She don't like it. Bella hates yeah. everything. Yeah, Bella doesn't like anything. <laughs> True. Bella once again hates everything. To be honest. Her surely, surely her character style would actually really like it. Would suit fishing. You know, it's kind of. It's silent, it's peaceful. There's no pressure to talk. It's just you and the the ocean, you and the fish, the rivers. True. I don't know. Do not. She like One thing I found odd in the beginning of chapter six is when they get to La Push. I'm assuming it's the early morning. It's before lunch, anyways. I had no. When they get there, no concept of time. Oh well, they have lunch in La Push, in the okay. but in after the tide pools, they have lunch, but they make a fire. Like in the morning, that's what they threw get me. there and they make a fire. That's what threw me. I thought so. It is, you would assume it's dark. Yeah, that's but it could be dark. like ten a.m. Yeah, and they just have a fire going. <laughs> that that absolutely threw me. I kept imagining. You know when you imagine the scene in your head when you're reading. Yeah, I was imagining it pitch black on the beach. That's what I imagined. Likewise, they all sitting around this little bonfire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At um, like ten a.m. Guys, what do we think of Jacob? <sighs> Honestly, I mean, while he is immature. Funny. He's just so likable. I like him. He is just immediately. So I really liked him. He made the yeah. chapter for me. He just made it a little bit interesting. He was funny. I mean, from the start, he's the polar opposite of Edward. Yeah. Yeah, he's normal. He's like a normal exactly. dude. He's not weird. He picks up on the little <laughs> subtle social cues and he makes him uh, fun of Mike for being overly like protective and whatever. 
Because um, Mike's jealous that Bella's talking to Jacob because Mike likes Jacob. Mike's jealous of every boy. And the big, big, I think um, for me in, in chapter six, there was a lot of suspense at the end when Jacob was telling this legend of the yeah. old ones and that there's like, um, she was asking about the Cullens and how they don't belong in this area. Mm. And she was like, whoa, what is yeah, that? That's true. she asked Jacob later on to clarify it. And he was like, yeah, um, something about a legend of them striking up a deal and how basically they're van- they're like a family of vampires yeah. and they're not al- allowed in that area. But she tries to manipulate Jacob with her flirting. <sighs> that was kind of chill. Yeah, that wasn't cool. It, that was pretty- it's one thing that shown that she's a bit of a dick um, herself. I think, um, I don't know, dude. I don't know if she had to flirt with Jacob to actually get I think Jacob would have opened up anyways. Yeah, he came yeah, with a cider. Yeah. He seemed like a pretty open dude. And they have um, common conversation topics. Like, you know, the conversation seemed easy with yeah. Jacob. That's what as opposed saying. to Edward. It doesn't seem as awkward or creepy as yeah. Edward's conversations with her. The only thing is he's 15, though. He's young. That's actually true. And that's something I hadn't remembered until I read this again. Yeah. Yeah. He does have a little bit of immaturity to him. He's a boy. She chose to have him young, but I guess it makes it interesting. But at the same time, is there ever any reference made to Bella's age? I don't actually recall. She's 17. Oh, that's true. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Um, yeah, so that's, they're all the chapters. That's what we've read so far. That's chapter one, six for y'all. Um... Have we any overarching theories so far? What's our thoughts on the characters? Guys, actually, should we do who our favourite characters are? Oh, let's. Le- yeah, least the... favorite, we'll go with least favourite character first and then we'll build to a positive one. So, um, do anyone, Lorcan, do you have your least favourite character? I mean, it has to be Tyler. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I hate I absolutely hate him. This was... This was a real throw-up for me between Edward and Tyler, but I chose Tyler because Tyler just acts like the creepiest, weirdest, most hateable person in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, and also, why was he going, like, 100 kilometers an hour in a parking lot? In a parking lot. Look at We've all been there. We've all been in the car park, wanted to do some cool handbrake turns in front of the women. Mm. You don't do it. Yeah. Uh, when it's full of cars and people, you know, I just thought it was really dickish of him, and I think he's just really creepy and weird and stalkerish and stuff. So yeah, definitely my least favorite lads. Fair. Um, my least favorite character might be a shocker. Is also Tyler. (laughs) I felt felt sympathetic for Tyler at the beginning when he's being overly apologetic in the hospital because I was like, the dude's in shock. He's, Lads, I have he a that way for a month, and then just asks Bella to the dance. How, like, how? <laughs> yeah, and then line. he walks away like, oh, maybe prom. <laughs> maybe prom. We'll get him next time. going to try at prom. Is he going to try and hit her with a bus? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm uh, waiting to hear. What is Tyler going to kill her with next? <laughs> My least favorite character has gotta be either Lauren or Mike. Oh, Lauren's um, a good shout. Lauren, Lauren is. A I don't remember Lauren from the first few chapters, but she was in chapter six a lot, 
And I'm pretty she sure she's only really introduced in chapter six. Is she? Okay. Well, she's really like, good. Her name might be mentioned once or twice, but this was the first conversation they've had together, really. Yeah. Chapter six. All the girls seem to be super bitchy towards Bella and jealous. Um, Jessica is okay. She comes and goes, but Lauren just seems to be straight up a bitch. Um, but Mike, it's just, I find Mike is in it more than Tyler. He just, he is annoying. Um, especially the way he's described and I don't I think the way he's described is probably harsher than he deserves but ultimately he's described this way and he just seems really annoying following around the whole time Um, Bella says one thing about how he's easily amused or easily made happy or something I'm like that's a good trait to have but I also like a golden retriever yeah I also know that can be kind of annoying too so I think Mike for me is my least favourite Overall. You made a very interesting point there, actually, and this just made me think. There are very few female characters apart from Bella in Jessica. The, so far. Bella, Jessica. Bella, and even Jessica doesn't get There's as much. There's two Jessicas as well. Like There's two characters oh, yeah. called Jessica. Why would she have done that? I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't get it. I think <laughs> maybe possibly she likes the name Jessica. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know why. <laughs> she could have called one of them Jess. Like, come on. Yeah. Or Jesse. Or. Or just Rebecca, something completely different. Oh, be... Rebecca's actually another character. Oh, she's, really? one of J- she's one of um, Jacob's sisters. Because oh. she da- she married a Samoan surfer and lives oh. in Hawaii now. <laughs> I, I was going to have that as one of my quotes, but I didn't in the end. She married a Samoan surfer. That's, oh, that's that awesome. More... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. That was a great line. And then Bella's like, oh, she's married already? Like, dude, how are you not asking about the Samoan surfer? It's professional. <laughs> oh, that was good. Right. Yeah, I enjoyed chapter six compared to, compared to the other ones. Um, what did we think of the first six chapters as a whole? Do you think it was it was a good opening to a book? <sighs> no, I think no. it's way too slow. It builds yeah. the setting so slowly. Like, we don't know anything about these other, um, like, these side characters. I don't know anything about Jessica. Right. I don't know anything about Mike other than Mike likes Bella. Everyone likes Bella, but Jess likes Mike, and Mike. It's like that's all we know about these characters. There's nothing. The only character we know something more about, honestly, is Jacob. He was really fleshed out in that one chapter he had. That's why he's good character. I I completely agree. I think there's a complete lack of character development so far. We're not told very much, and it makes it very hard to keep an interest in what's going on in the story. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you also, need characters, you need people you can associate with, and you can, because I mean, you're, you're going to compare them to people in your own life and situations you've experienced. Absolutely. And the more comparisons you can draw, the more relatable the book is, and the more you can enjoy the book. That's very true. I also think she could just, she could just, I don't know, a little bit more flavor or originality in her settings, yeah. and you can have characters meet in different places than just the cafeteria yeah you can't you know, <laughs> biology the cafeteria and pe yeah be the only place people can interact i want you some more I mean? characters in there man i want like yeah. are there any clubs in the school i don't think there are actually have them meet downtown downtown yeah go to some basement and... maybe in the school they're not supposed to be in just somewhere yeah. different somewhere i want to see your trick or truck out big yeah. time I want to see some big tires in that sucker. Lifted. You know? To the max. Yeah, it's a big Chevy truck. That thing's definitely got a big old V8 in it. I want to hear more about the truck. Absolutely. 
Um, so yeah, but that that's um, everything for in terms of summary in our notes. I don't think there's anything that was left unsaid. I don't um, think so. Not really, you know. I I haven't much more to say about it to be honest. The six have... chapters of that. There's not much that happened. Okay, so sorry. Last part we forgot our favorite quotes from the first six chapters. Shani, would you like to start us off? Yes. Yeah, mine comes from chapter four where Edward is convinced Bella to go to Seattle with him. And his argument was that Bella's truck is does not do great um, not in terms mileage. of mileage. Yeah, so he says, and she's like, that's none of your business. And he says, the wasting of finite resources is everyone's business. Fuck, yeah, Edward just drops big environment. Drop the eco-bomb. Yeah, eco-bomb. Yeah, that's the only redeeming quality of Edward's. Uh, yeah. But you know he didn't even mean it. You know he's just being a... No. Yeah, he's being he's a just saying. He's just using it as an excuse. Um, but... My favorite quote, um, this is Bella describing <laughs> Edward looking at her, and he, she said, he unleashed the full devastating power of his eyes on me. That's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's hilarious. Um... <laughs> yeah, and I also really like the one where he's like, he was young, he was blonde, he was handsomer than any movie star I'd ever seen. Those two are my top two. <laughs> Orkin, do you have a quote? I will throw you my quote, on, and you guys have given really academic ones, so my one I'm going to throw out completely out of context and let people make of it what they think. Inconspicuously, I sniffed at my hair. It smelled like strawberries, the scent of my favorite shampoo. It seemed an innocent enough photo. Nice. Uh, I yes. no context. I instantly know what you're talking about. Yeah, though. I know. Too. I know the scene. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I really love the quote. You know Debussy. <laughs> I mean, we've got some great quotes. We've got some yeah. great T-shirt material right here. Yeah. Some questions from the listeners. Oh. Um, let's see if we can get this up here. Oh, okay. So we have shout out, Mr. Siri. Shout out. Oh, what up? That was from Connor. Siri, what up? Connor shout out to Mr. Siri. Connor. We have five more minutes. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, shout out, Siri. What up? Um, What's going on? So this is what I was talking about earlier, Lorcan. Um, you know it's... what? Again, we only have five. No, five minutes is enough. So. Connor Knowles, this is for Lorican role playing as Bella. What was your first impression of the Cullen parents? Well, of of Carlisle, we'll say because we haven't met the mom. This is me role playing as Bella. Yeah, so you're Bella. <clears throat> hey Bella, what do you think of Carlisle? <laughs> I'm glad you asked me. Um, if I had to talk about Carlisle, actually, sorry, this is way too enthusiastic no, for you, Bella. No, no, keep going. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Get in character. Take a second. Take a second. Yeah, let me just. <clears throat> okay. La 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 la. Okay, I'm ready. <sighs> hey guys, I'm Bella. I mean, if I had to describe Carlisle, I mean, I guess I'd say he was kind of hot. I mean, like he was definitely hotter than Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt is like definitely my favorite actor that's out there i don't know about you guys but <laughs> isn't it so wet today isn't it raining again <laughs> do you want to go to the cafeteria hey, later hey bella, bella do you want to go play uh dodgeball oh my god can we play dodgeball again 
Did I mention that it's raining in the cafeteria? <sighs> Bella, Bella. I, I mean, I can't run out there, lads. I run dry. Question for you. Oh, Bella, Bella Edward keeps looking at you. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of hot, isn't it? I love a really mysterious guy that'll kind of stare at me across the room. You know, nice. really uh, gets the juices flowing. Oh my god! Honestly, I'd like if if Bella was talking. Like that. If she didn't just, just instantly like, avert her gaze and drop her head to the table. Yeah, covered <laughs> her eyes or her head with her hair. <laughs> Guys, you see the rain today? <sighs> Bella, it's like it's sunny outside. It's not even raining. <sighs> yeah, but oh, I miss Arizona so much. You chose to come <sighs> here. Yeah, but like, oh, it's so rainy. And this guy keeps staring at me. It's so weird, but it's kind of hot. That's awesome. <sighs> I think I might throw down some cereal later. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. I'm going to yeet this cereal across the room. <laughs> All right, that's enough of the Bella. Um, <laughs> let's let's Bella. leave Bella there. Bella, Bella. Let's, let's talk to Bella again next week. Yeah, I'm going to... We need to do an exorcism on Lorcan to get Bella <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! The power of Christ compels you. Okay, um, Maya, this is a question from Maya. What up, Maya? Shout what up, Maya? Thanks for the great idea. Yeah, right Hello, Maya. What's yeah, the crack? this is Maya's idea, by the way, to do this podcast and listen to or read Twilight. Read Twilight. What a great! We idea. wouldn't be here if it wasn't for. <laughs> we would not be True. here today. Yeah. So no. Maya's question was, and it's a great question. What side character do you wish you knew more about? Oh. Honestly, any of them, to be honest. If we just had a yeah. character. Can I be controversial? Yeah. I want to know more about Tyler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I would genuinely read an entire book dedicated to Tyler. <laughs> I want to know, uh, I want to know, is he really a psychopath? Imagine, imagine <laughs> Stephanie released another book, but just all of it's from Tyler's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the entire Twilight series. Yeah. And it's just uh, Tyler sitting in like full camo gear in a ghillie suit lying in the forest watching <laughs> Bella and Edward through his sniper school. <laughs> That'd be class. That'd be so good. Oh. That's um, what I imagine. I imagine like he, like Bella accidentally slips and opens the back of Tyler's van and it's full of dead bodies or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoa. <laughs> I think we've accidentally started a whole um, uh, backstory here for Tyler. Oh, that's really, really good. I I think, honestly, just because we've gotten a little bit more about her, Jessica. I would love a great female friend. Which Jessica? The OG, the one Anna Kendrick plays. Maybe I'm only saying I want to know more about Jessica because Anna Kendrick plays her in the movie. And Anna Kendrick is great. Book Jessica yeah. was way worse than Anna Kendrick's Jessica. But Jessica has the potential to be a supporter friend and someone Bella could turn to. But Stephanie Myers is like, no, you you don't need this, Bella. Oh, guys, you need yourself. Did... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. We did um, least favorite characters. We never did favorite characters. I don't think. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a good point. What's our favorite character? Jack, you start. I'm gonna start, and it's gotta be Charlie. Nice. I love, I love Charlie. He's, nice. a, he's a relatable dad. Um, oh, there was a line. Fuck, what page was that? Oh, yeah. Bella said something about um, the first time her 
feeling cared for, which is when he put the chains on her tires. That sentence started way worse. Did she have a swell of emotion or something? Yeah, okay, hold on. I have the line in my notes. If Do we want to wait and get it or no? Well, if you want to start getting it, I can go on to my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, please. Because my favorite character is also Charlie. I feel like I'm so unoriginal because I first my least favorite character is the same as yours, Lorcan. Now Charlie is my favorite. But he bought his daughter a truck. What a yeah. sick dad. What a class dad. I um, I have the line here. So, Go. Um, so there's thin chains crisscrossed uh, in diamond shapes around the tires. Charlie had gotten up to who knows how early to put the snow chains on my truck. <clears throat> my throat suddenly felt tight. I wasn't used to being taken care of. And Charlie's unspoken concern caught me by surprise. Nice. That's a nice moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like the way when she's like cooking, he doesn't linger around the kitchen. He just walks in and watches TV. And yeah. She's like, right on. Walks in and throws the bacon out the window. That's <laughs> <laughs> him thrown down. He's just thrown down for the night. I just imagine like Bella and Charlie's neighbors are like, oh shit, guys, it's six o'clock again. You better get ready. The bacon's going to get thrown out the window. Um, Martha, bring the dog in. Lorcan, who's your favorite character? Hmm. I have to be, I was going to say Charlie, but I'm going to have to change it up. I mean, the obvious choice is either Charlie or Jacob, because, and and to be honest, I couldn't honestly pick between them. I think they're the two characters that actually bring a bit of emotion and a bit of warmth into the story, because there's very Mm. few characters that make you feel a little bit warm and a little bit, like, oh, he's a good guy. They bring a bit of emotion into the story. It's not so 2D with them. Yeah. I was reluctant to say Jacob just because we've had one chapter, and I'm like... Exactly, there I didn't was, look at it. There was more it will be one of the two for me. Yeah. With him than there was like the entire Jessica five chapters previous. You know what I mean? Mm, true. Um, guy, just we were talking about that throw. Um, I threw down a quick bowl of cereal. So we did a poll on our story for that, and it was overwhelmingly for um, Ate It Quickly, but four people um, voted for Made It Quickly. And I wonder nice. what that says about those four people. Jack Corbett, Emma Baker, Natty, and Sean Regan. Oh. Uh, or Gregan, sorry, Sean Gregan. That's my my bro who's not my bro, the channel. Oh, he's the Sean. Bro. Yeah, he's oh, that guy. Oh, he's Sean. Okay, what up, Sean? Yeah, shout out to Sean. Yeah. What up, Sean? So, Sean, you're getting a listen. You're getting a shout out in the podcast, you dickheads. Guys, Donate, it was, it was dude. 27 votes to four. They're very much in the minority. And what did they? What did they? They interpreted as. As they made it quickly. Made it quickly. So, I suppose they could be taking it as like throwing it together. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. That's why I was confused. I can. See I just it. find the description of it so funny now. I'm sorry, I just can't take the line seriously anymore. <laughs> I can see Jack Corbett throwing. Um, throwing down. down. I can see that. Dude, this would be the T-shirt. <laughs> that would yeah. Throw down some breakfast. Um, <laughs> Okay, so another question. Um, Alvo Callahan asks, why was Edward so weird in biology? Anyone want to take this? Mm, yeah, this is a weird one. I mean, it doesn't give us a great first description of, of our first impression of Edward, does it? Yeah. We, we covered it a little bit, but basically he was just kind of sitting on, the, as we said, the edge of a seat, just being all weird, not looking at her. 
and then he he ran out of the room as soon as yeah. he went. <laughs> you just imagine this guy, and he's like sitting on the edge of his chair, completely turned sideways, staring staring at, at the window for forty Dude. minutes. Yeah. And then just oh. get when the bell rings, he just gets up out of the chair and yeah. sprints Ooh, across the room and out the there's, door. There's a meme. Or like, there's a picture of a dude, and is like, you know, when like, you've seen it before, and his vein is popping on his forehead. Yeah, he looks yeah, so yeah. pissed. That's just instantly what I picture Edward as. Yeah, that's his like, oh <laughs> like so pissed. Um... I have a funny picture of Edward doing the Running Man across the biology lab out the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another question here is from Eilish. What up, Eilish? Um, if you were Bella, how would you have reacted to that first encounter with? Edward, how would you react? Bella, we'll go to you, I would have Bella. tripped him as he ran across the room. Um, how would I react? <laughs> I would probably feel really demoralized yeah. that I have just really, like, like somebody doesn't like me and I have no clue why. Because yeah. through no fault of my own. like, And I have to sit beside this person for the rest of the year. Mm. I, I think I would have reacted very similarly to Bella in the book. Yeah. Like she was just like, "What the fuck is this guy's problem?" And she's kind of look, like exactly, kinda looking yeah, at him, but not looking at him. Yeah, she's covering her eyes with her hair, but also trying to like scope out. Is it like is he has he moved? And like he literally did not move the whole class. And then by the time she got her bag from the floor onto like her lap, he literally ran out the door. Sprinted <laughs> out the door. You saying bolted yeah. out the door? Yeah, I think I would just be like, I think I turned to Mike. Mike was talking to her, her after. Mm saying like oh what did you do and she was like i have no idea i i would have talked about it more i mean like what the fuck is this yeah does this guy always do this what is this guy's issue with me mike (sighs) mike all i wanted to do was sit and enjoy my biology lesson and all i could think about was this guy staring at me mike and all i wanted to do was go to the cafeteria and talk about the rain and this guy just kept. What is this problem, Mike? I mean, I just don't get it, Mike. <laughs> that was beautiful. That's great. That was bad. Thank you, Chris. Sorry, I don't know what Thank came over me there, guys. Sorry, I just, it was, I just kind of fell asleep there for a couple of minutes. It was you weird. Possessed by Kirsten Sears. He went method, yeah. boys. He's got method. Get him out. <laughs> um, I think the movie scene, which is one of the one of the greatest scenes of cinematic history. Read us depicted, like when I was reading the chapter, thinking like, how was this described? That this was the, the movie scene. The movie. But honestly, like it's not that far off. It's really it's not. not that far it's off. such an odd social interaction. Like yeah. it is so far yeah. from normal. And I've then, never encountered anything like it in my life. In the movie, what gets me is that little, like, guitar, electric guitar riff that's happening. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's going down. Oh, I love it. Okay. <clears throat> Another question from Cloda. Oh, what a great Cloda. question. Um, Cloda Tyrrell, by the way. Um, will you guys be venturing into the realm of Twilight fan fiction? Whoa. Ooh, this well. this is an interesting one. I think we should do an episode on it. We should say I think the last episode. Yeah, I think so. A little bonus episode at the end. If anybody knows any great Twilight fanfic that we should be reading, definitely hit us up. Do you guys want yeah. to hear an epic fact? Fifty oh, Shades of Grey is a Twilight fanfic. fanfic. 
Twilight fan fiction. That's where it came That's from. fascinating. Yeah, and then it got published as well. Well, we won't be reading that because one. It, it is very odd how you. I, I was actually drawing comparisons. I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey, I'll be honest with you, lads. It's I've not seen it either. in my tar. I'm not the target demographic for that movie. Let's be honest here. And then you watch it and you're like, fuck, that was hot. Fuck, damn. Jeez, I really could do with some BDSM right now. Yeah. <clears throat> but on another note, sorry, that was just that weird. That's another that person right? that just comes over me every now and then. You know, I was call him my. Uh... No, that's. I call I call that guy my Tyler. Tyler's coming back. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I heard you guys talking shit about me earlier. <laughs> Oh, oh, Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, me again. Weird. Oh, that's really funny. Oh, <laughs> it was like, oh, that's good. I love that. And I mean, I really want there to be a Tyler fan fiction. Oh, that's my. Should, yeah, we need a. Yeah. Where they um, go to prom? Maybe I'll write one and post it on Reddit. Finally, Jonathan wants us to compare and contrast Twilight and Romeo and Juliet. Oh, hoo hoo. Um. Does anyone? I I don't see many comparisons right now. The only one I could think of is that by being of different races, basically, because he's a vampire, but we allegedly a vampire, and she's human. I have the two families. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know. Yeah, and but it's I not think like they're at war. Seen, exactly, we haven't seen many comparisons to it yet, but I think possibly we might see it in the future because. This is only talking from um, what we've read so far, but I think there might be some controversy around Bella possibly having increased social interactions with Edward, and there might be some knock-on effects to that. So maybe there'll be more comparisons to Romeo and Juliet in the future. Absolutely, Jonathan. We'll keep it in mind in the future. Yeah. Thank you for your We'll keep you updated. Fire fire questions. These are great questions. Um, There's some fantastic questions. Um, speaking of questions and interacting with the the audience, I think it'd be dope to get more audience interaction because we are like ultimately we're trying to we're, we're doing engage. this engage like, yeah to engage to try talk exactly about this is for you guys stuff as well as enjoy Twilight. So <clears throat> what I've done is I've set up a Google Doc and I'm gonna put it in the bio so it'll be there when you're listening it'll be there and you can check it out. And there's just a bunch of questions on it. You can answer whichever ones you want. Um, none of them are required to submit it, so you don't have to put your name on it if you don't want to. Um, you can answer whichever questions you want. There's some serious questions. There's some lighthearted questions. Um, so, yeah I, yeah, I think we'd love it if we got a few submissions. We could do maybe an episode where we focus on the submissions or we do it every week. I don't know. It depends on how many we get, really. Um, and definitely keep sending as we those questions are brilliant i mean it's great getting some questions we could definitely do some some more stuff on, on the questions alone i mean i think it's really great yeah i love the questions so we'll put up it's more instagram question things and yeah and don't be afraid to dm us Absolutely. dm us yeah definitely questions. i was thinking dm us your thoughts and your, your comments on, on what we're doing what what, what you want to see what you want to hear yeah. sorry not what you want to see because you're not going to see us they might unless you're tired see us through <laughs> 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 Unless you're oh, Tyler, Tyler, if you're listening, please don't forget to donate, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, donate. Don't be a Tyler and donate. Don't um, be a Tyler. Yeah. Don't, don't be a By Tyler. Way, don't drive a van. No, drive a van. That's cool, man. I think we could. Cool people sent in voice messages as well. We can include them in the episode. 
I can put them in when I edit it. Yeah. So people want to send in a voice message of just literally anything. It can be a story, a reflection, a problem you had, thoughts, yeah, your experience with Twilight. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. absolutely. Send it in either on the Instagram or you can send it to one of us personally. Um, Should we do um where we where we can reach? reach each other reach us if you want to talk to us we're all on instagram yeah we are uh, shanley you're at um at shaka dot shaw that's for mr van lang oh um at jack van lang and i think i'm at <laughs> at lorcan Lord, McDonald 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 three. Three? Oh, yeah we all talked over you there do you want to say it okay. again i think it's lorcan dot mcdonald three that's that what i'm pretty right. sure it is you'll see it on instagram anyway <laughs> yeah You'll um, find me. I'm up there somewhere. One, thing, one last thing I want to emphasize, if people do want to submit like a serious question, um, something they want to talk about, something they want covered, they don't have to put their name on it. It can be totally anonymous. Um, that's totally cool. If you can't get the form working, you can just send it to one of us and we won't mention who you are or whatever, if, that's, mm. if you're comfortable with that. Um, and I also, think an, an interesting concept going forward too, talking about questions and feedback and stuff. If people want us to talk about any specific experiences or anything we've had i mean this is this is a podcast that is is raising money and raising awareness about men's mental health so if anyone has any questions or anything they want us to kind of cover or talk about dm us let us know send us send us a question send us whatever it is i mean that's what we're here for we're here to kind of give our experiences and um opinions and yeah talk about it get it a little bit more um more out normalized Yeah. normalized exactly you can, um, you can do it in a serious way you can do it in like more lighthearted. you can do your beef babe and legend have a beef as something like that or like my legend this week was brendan frazier kind of relating it back to men's health too that's on the google forum you can put your beef babes and legends on there so yeah. let us know right on that's um that's the episode i think yeah else? i think so too absolutely i'm pretty happy yeah i don't think it was too yeah. long we started no I think this was. I had a great time doing this. This was um. This was absolutely excellent, lads, for the first yeah. one. Anyway, you know, this is. I'm gonna stop the recording, guys. Thanks for listening. All right, um, thank, you. thank you so much. Don't forget to donate, dudes. Yeah. Donate to November. Link in bio. Yeah. Thank you. And Goodbye. follow the UCDCC underscore November page as well. That'll give you a lot of <laughs> All right, peace hey, out, yeah. my dudes. Bye.